All right. Hello, Charlotte. Welcome to Align and Grow Rich. We are so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Tedra. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now, before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the episode, go ahead and introduce yourself and let the people know what your zone of genius is. Hmm. Well, welcome everyone. I am really honored to be here. I'm Charlotte. I'm originally from Germany and I came to the United States 2010. I started in corporate sales. I was a corporate sales trainer for a luxury beauty company and I would travel all around the US and Canada doing sales trainings for luxury hotels and people in the wellness space. And I really, really loved that job. And then I became a mommy in 2016. And I'm a really crunchy kind of mom, home birthing, breastfeeding kind of mom. But I did have to go back to my corporate job and had to leave with my baby with my mommy and it broke my heart. I had to go back for financial reasons. And I was so miserable, like a job that I used to love so much. I started to resent because all I wanted to be is with my little baby girl. And... Within a year, I decided that I can take everything that I've learned, everything that I know about sales, about business, I can bring it online. So I quit my job and I started in social selling first and built a six-figure business within two years, selling wellness products, helping women build businesses online with that particular company. And then in 2022, I got a lot of requests, or actually 2021, I got a lot of requests of people asking can you help me build my business online? How do I have more sales in my online business? Like people love their products, they love their services, but they have a hard time selling it online. So they approached me and I added sales coaching to what I do. So starting 2022, I offered group programs and masterminds and one-on-one coaching for women that want to sell their products and offers online. And I've served this year over 70 people, helping them building consistent sales in their business. So that's what I do. I'm a sales coach and a feminine leadership mentor. I do it the feminine way, I call it. Mm-hmm. So which is really understanding who we are being when we are selling. So it feels really good and aligned. So it doesn't feel sleazy. We don't do things that feel, don't feel good to us. We're not doing things to sell. We're really doing things to serve from a heart-centered place. So break that down for us. You said we, you, you teach women to sell in a feminine way. What does that mean? Great question. So we have two energies within us. So we have masculine energy and we have feminine energy, no matter what gender you identify with. Mm-hmm. So when we are being more in our masculine energy, we are focusing on the doing. We're focusing on getting things done. We're focusing on checking things off our to-do list. We in go-getter mode. When we are in our feminine, we really focus on being, just really enjoying whatever we're doing. It's not to have an outcome, not to have a result, but really just for the pure pleasure, the pure joy of whatever we're doing. When we're in our feminine, we focus on relationships. We are focusing on 
intentionality. We're focusing on just who we are being when we are doing whatever we are doing. So let's say in say it, right? Mm-hmm. We do have to have a masculine structure in place. We need to have a say it's process or say it's structure in place. We need to know where we gonna where our leads gonna come from, where we're gonna find our people, how we're gonna nurture our audience, how we're gonna funnel them into our programs, how we're converting them, and also how do we create an exceptional client journey. So we need to have all these things in place. We need to have a say it's structure, and I call it the masculine masculine space of business or structure of business Mm -hmm. the feminine means it's like who are we being when we are creating content who are we being when we having conversations with potential clients are we just showing up to get are we just creating content to get clients to make a sale to make money or are we showing up to truly serve it's the energy behind Mm -hmm. it are we and how we see ourselves when we're showing up? Are we showing up as someone who needs something? Are we showing up as someone who's in victim mindset who needs to be helped and supported? Or are we showing up as the wealthy woman, the woman who has something of value to offer to her community? So that's the being state. And we only do things that really feel good to us. There's a million different ways of how to build your business. Mm -hmm. So we identify what is your way. Do you love Instagram, Facebook, TikTok? Really, what is authentic to you? Then how are you going to nurture your audience? Do you love an email list? Where are you thriving? Podcasts, maybe. Maybe you have a Facebook group. What lights you up? That is so important because that influences who you are being when you're doing the thing. There's a lot of people who are doing their three-step or five-step process and they resent certain part of it and it shows in their energy. And then you end up in this hamster wheel, hustling, burning out, and you also hit that glass ceiling, meaning you hit, there's, there's a, is a barrier on how much money you can make because you are just trading time for money and you're just trying so hard to get something that you forget to be in your feminine and really find the joy of doing things, which then opens the door so, to unlimited possibilities, unlimited opportunities. So when we understand how to master the feminine and the masculine in sales and in business, we open the doors to exponential growth, really fast sales, fast business growth, quantum leaps. So I, I really totally understand what you're saying when it when it comes to getting to a space where you almost resent your business. And it's not that, you know, we don't love our customers or clients, right? But I got to a point where it was no longer fun for me. I love to teach mindset, manifestation, money. It's what I've been doing for a number of years. But what I found is, and I'm pretty sure a lot of your clients and customers probably have have gone through the same thing. But what I found is when you listen to all of the quote-unquote gurus, you'll end up doing things that you don't love, that don't really align or resonate, right? Right. Because we try to, we're listening to the gurus like, okay, they know exactly what they're talking about. So I need to do all of the things that they're talking about, right? 
And then you get burnt out and you're like, well, I don't really like doing this. And then, like you said, your energy shifts and then your money goes down, right? Because you're no longer showing up authentically. So what would be like the first to the, okay. So a lot of my audience, I I always say this, they're either entrepreneurs or wannapreneurs. And most of them are in the very beginning stages of their business or or brand. And they are not really a thousand percent sure of what they should be doing. They're just kind of throwing, you know, noodles at the wall and seeing what sticks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like many of us are starting. It's so Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what is like the first thing? So let's say she knows exactly what she wants to do, the product or service that she wants to offer. She gets that. But how does she show up and be authentic to herself, even if it doesn't look like the guru say it should look? Mm, Great question. So there's different things I would touch on. So first of all, is really understanding, like, are you fully sold on your product or service or whatever you're offering? Like, you need to be completely obsessed with your offer. If you're not sold on it yourself, people can sense it. Mm -hmm. The way you're speaking, the way you're communicating is very different when you come from a place of, I'm obsessed with this and you need to have this because it's so good and I know it's going to change your life versus, you know, I think it's kind of good, but you're trying to look for outside validation if it truly is good. You're giving your power away to outside influences, to outside opinions, to if people like it or don't like it and you make other people decide if it's good or bad for you, then we're giving our power away. So number one thing is you need to, be so sold on whatever you're selling and then always stay in your personal power, meaning that it doesn't matter what's happening in the outside world. It doesn't matter if people are liking what you have, if people like like your post, comment your post, if people share, if you get feedback or not, you know it's good and you hold that power, you hold that belief no matter what. That is the mindset that is so essential for entrepreneurs. So many of us give our power away to outside circumstances, outside factors. And that's when the roller coaster ride starts, that we only show up when we feel validated. We only do the things when we feel Mm. it's working. But when things seem not to work, like if no one signs up for our free masterclass, no one buys when we're selling, we stop. We -hmm. give our power away. And that's a really slippery slope. So you want to be sold on your offer, number one. Number two, you want to always stay in your personal power and you want to stay consistent no matter what. The third thing is you always want to take action consistently all the time from a place of desire, not from fear. So doesn't matter where you are in your business journey, no matter where you are in life, there will always be fears showing up. There's new fears coming as you rise. You always think, or we always think that, oh, the moment I have the money, the moment I have the client, the moment I have some packages sold, everything is going to change. 
-hmm. Yes, those problems might be solved, but new problems will show up. It's going to be very different. There's the saying called new level, new devil. Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be fears that's showing up. We need to learn how to walk with fear and not put energy towards our fears, but put all our energy and all our focus towards our desires, towards our dreams. Focus on where we want to go day in and day out. Stay focused, stay committed. And this is why I'm a big believer of having that support, of having a coach or being part of a mastermind or being part of something that keeps you in the right mindset, that keeps you going towards what you want. We're not letting our fears stop us. We are moving no matter what. We're moving even when things look like they're not working. We're moving if no one likes our post. We don't make any of those things mean anything about us. Mm -hmm. It creates resilience and it creates personal power and it ultimately leads to results. So many just give up too quickly because they're not seeing the evidence mm -hmm. fast enough. We live in this Amazon Prime time where we click a button and the thing gets delivered the next day. It doesn't work like that in business. Real success in like building a relationship or building a business, those things take time, commitment, consistency, day in and day mm -hmm. out. Yes, absolutely. So another thing that I have noticed, and I even dealt with myself, is not charging your worth. Mm. So what would you say to the entrepreneur who is, again, throwing noodles against the wall and see what sticks, but also going the low ticket route because she feels like I can get more people if it's affordable. What would you say to her? Mm. I'm the high ticket sales queen. So I'm a believer mm -hmm. in high ticket sales. And I'm going to explain to you why I believe it takes as much energy from you to sell a low ticket offer than a high ticket offer. It sure does. Same it's amount of effort. Exactly. It's easier. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... We do so have to get behind the pricing. We do have to get behind it. But you can create offers that are high ticket, but don't, don't require that much time and effort and are kind of short-term commitments. So if people want to get started with high ticket sales, I'd love to do maybe like a three-week intensive for people, like three calls and charge it just below a $1,000 rate. So it's kind of high ticket but it's not like super high, high ticket. And you can, especially as you get started, get testimonials, get experience and slowly get your energy behind charging a little bit more. Why do I love high ticket also is the quality of people that you attract mm -hmm. and how committed those people are. That's so people good. who are just joining free classes or 10, 20, 30, 40, $50 classes, they may or may not even show up. Right. Because if people invest, they show up and they do the work. So the more you're charging for your people, you are attracting people who are all in, 
who are committed, who are willing to do the work. And when people are willing to do the work, they're getting results. And people are getting the results. They love you. They recommend you. They talk to you, to other people. They write you testimonials. So naturally, when we are doing, when we're charging high ticket, it has this beautiful positive flow in our business. It just attracts more good and we love the kind of clients we get to work with they're getting results which makes us happy they're putting in the work we're getting testimonials and we 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 love the business when we're charging too little we start to resent the business because it's just not worth our time and our effort Mm -hmm. so how can we create a high ticket offer that you can get behind the pricing Especially in the beginning, I understand it's a little bit difficult to get behind, but you can start charging high ticket for like lower time or energy commitments. Start there, get the experience and get the testimonials and then slowly grow from there. Confidence and certainty is required. So which Mm -hmm. comes back to what we talked about in the beginning, you need to be really sold on your offer. People buy from people who are confident and who are 100% certain. So anytime you're showing up online, anytime you create a post, anytime you speak into your stories or doing your podcast, you really want to step into your wealthy woman identity. You want to step into the person who's already made it, the person who's already successful, the person who's already sold 10, 20, 100 of those packages. Step into her now. Be her now. And come from that place when you're selling that offer and just keep practicing because as your practice is the more you talk about it, the easier it's going to get. And truly, Tedra, like most people don't sell enough. Like I tell my clients Mm. to talk about their offer every single day, one way or another. There's many different ways to do this. And of course, you want to do other things too. If you only show up to sell, that doesn't feel good. There's other things we have to do. But most people don't make the amount of sales that they want because they're afraid of being salesy and they just don't talk about it once, maybe twice. And then they're like, okay, that's it now. But look at, look at Target, look at Starbucks, look at other like big businesses. There's advert, they're advertising every single day. You are running a business too. Why can't you talk about your offer every day? And there's many different ways to do this. You don't share the same slide or the same graphic every single day. No, there's days where you talk about why you created the offer. There's days where you're showing how many people are asking you questions about your offer. There's days where you are sharing testimonials about your offer. There's days where you talk more about the journey that you take people on in this offer. Like you want to shine light on that one offer from many different angles, from many different perspectives. But yes, you want to sell and talk about your offer every single day, no matter what, no matter if life gets in the way, no matter if you're feeling tired, no matter what, no matter if your kids are crazy, no matter what, this is your business. You want to show up every single day day you got to be consistent yes you can have weekend obviously but other than that we have to take our businesses more seriously we show up to our nine to five working those hours being committed we have to put the same kind of effort and energy into our business as well absolutely now you touched on just briefly my next question which is personal like life is always going to life right life always happens 
And a lot of us entrepreneurs are solopreneurs. So if we don't show up in our businesses, then our businesses don't earn revenue, right? Mm-hmm. So how how does one continue to show up when her husband is toxic or unsupportive or she's just in a really shitty mood or I don't know, her she found out her best friend was sleeping with her husband. Like how do you continue to show up when you don't feel like showing up? Mm. Fantastic question. I love that so much. So that comes back a little bit to that personal power question, personal mm-hmm. power subject, but also zooming out and seeing the bigger picture. So, so many of us, we're just looking at what's right in front of us. And often we're focusing on the things that are not currently working and that are in the way, quote unquote, that are difficult. And the thing is, those things will always be there. Life will always get in the way. Problems will always be there. Always. This is never going to give away. The problem is when we give all our energy, our focus to the things that are in the way, we actually magnify them. They're going to get bigger. So what do I tell my clients is when things are getting in the way, first of all, yes, allow to feel them. Yes, you know, allow to be flexible and course correct. Every single day we have to course correct. Like the other day, you know, my kids were not feeling well. I had to course correct. I had to move some of my calls around. Like we got to be flexible with things that are showing up day to day, but I'm not giving my power away. I'm not going to shut down my business because my kid is not feeling well. I make adjustments. How am I making adjustments? So I'm looking at the bigger picture. It's like, where do I want to go? Where do I want to take my business? What's the bigger vision? And who do I need to be to become that person? Who do I need to show up as to become that person that already has what she desires? That person is showing up for her business. That person is showing up no matter what and is course correcting and is not giving her power away to things outside of her. So really staying in your power at all times. The other thing that you want to do, like if you feel like you have a really stressful situation right now, things are really difficult, see how you can manage your schedule in a way that's really serving you. So for some people, it looks like batching content, for example, like setting aside a little bit of time, maybe an hour a week on a Sunday and create content for the whole week. If you know you have a stressful week, you might be still working full time. You might have a lot of things going on. See how you can Create some time and space to batch content, to set up your week in a way that serves you. Look at your calendar every week. Set hours aside to work on your business and then show up no matter what. I love that. So you said that you were able to scale your business from zero to six figures in under two years. Is that correct? Yes. So did you do that alone or did you have a team? I did it all by myself. I'm still all by myself. I I love doing or having a really lean business. Tedra, Mm -hmm. I don't even have a website. I don't have sales pages. What? I don't have anything. I built all of this with just my social media and a Zoom link. Like this is literally, I have like my cost of my business, I think, are the $12 I pay for Zoom a month. And that's it really okay so break that down for us like do you close people in the dm like how does that work no website no sales pages okay so let us know what do you do 
Okay. <laughs> yes. So, so somehow I'm hearing an echo right now. Okay. Now it's better. Okay. What do I do? First of all, the number one focus is creating content that actually converts, creating content every single day. There's two types of content you want to focus on, which is one, emotional storytelling, connect with your audience emotionally. The second thing is giving them a micro transformation, an aha moment that they can implement right away. Posts that people want to share with other others, people posts that people want to save for them to look at it later. And then create content that funnels people closer to you. So you have some kind of call to action to it. And you kind of want mm -hmm. to set up your social media in a way that it looks like your website, right? Your Instagram, for example, can literally look like a beautiful magazine. And then you have your highlight bubbles where you talk about your different programs and you're going to put testimonials, clients, results in there. And then you show up in your story for your existing audience. So your feed builds your brand. It's no like trust. And then if people really like you, they're going to go behind the scenes and they're going to go into your story. So in your stories, you're going to share a little bit more about behind the scenes stuff and you're going to sell every single day. How you're going to sell? You can do little videos. You can talk about the offer. You can do little slides and then just put the payment link right there for group offers, low ticket offers, free master classes, things like that. For higher tickets, offers i personally love an, either an application form or i go on a call with people short call 20 minutes people do have to often fill out an application form it always depends on the kind of offer that i put out but i'm all about being so simple the thing is when you have an application form you're only going to get on a call with people who really mean it you know people who mm -hmm. really want to be in it you, i'm not getting on a call with everyone who wants to get on a call with me i'm only getting on a call with people that know already my prices they know how i work they know about my product my program the way it's going to look like it's very clear i'm very clear and transparent i'm not hiding things i make it so easy for people to find me i make it easy for people to know exactly what i'm selling know exactly how much i charge there's no gray zone there's no having to go back and forth a million times i'm all about crystal clear communication and the right people will lead themselves into your containers that's all you need you just need a paypal or a stripe link put the link in your story every single day and then funnel people from those links either in your paid offers or on your email list or in if you have a facebook group or to another social media platform just funnel people where you want them to go and get them closer to you nurture that audience really focus on building genuine relationships And you can do that in multiple different ways that comes back to, you know, so you say it's process, how you're going to nurture your audience. What is that step that you want to do to serve your audience? Some people do free events, free masterclasses, whatever it is that you do. Maybe you have a blog or an email list and you send information that way. And then just sell, sell, sell all the time. Talk about your offers in many different ways. And that's all it takes. And everything has to come, obviously, from a place of love, heart-centered, mm -hmm. always questioning who you're being when you're showing up. We're not never showing up to get. We're never showing up to make a sale. We're just there to truly serve. And we show up with confidence and certainty at all times. And we're building a brand that stands out.
So what I always tell my people is so important is that we really filter out. That's like the first thing I do with my private clients. We filter out what sets you apart. What makes you different? How are you different if there's a mindset coach? How are you a different mindset coach than everyone else? If you're doing manifestation, how are you teaching it in a different way, in a unique way? What's different? So we pull those things out of you. And then I always say we put gasoline on the fire, meaning we amplify that aspect of you. And we're going to show up in a bigger and bolder way on social media. What sets you apart you want to be so loud about it and show up with confidence and certainty create really good content that converts and then funnel those people in your story to your paid or unpaid offers i freaking love that because i just feel like you took all of the stress like the stress of building a website the stress of setting up sales pages for every single offer you took all of that off of the table and that this is what it looks like to show up the way that you want to show up because the gurus would say, oh no, you need all of the things. You need the website. You need the sales pages for each and every offer, blah, blah, blah. You need to be offering one-on-ones, maybe have a mastermind, like courses, classes, all of these things. And I just really love that you do it all with no website. Like that is crazy to me. <laughs> It's amazing. Like I'm in love with my business. I have two little kids now. I work mornings three, three, four hours. Sometimes I work in the afternoon or evening. I have to one more client call, two more client calls. That's it. I work three to five hours a day. And then I'm with my kids for the rest of the day. And we play and we have fun and we go to the beach. Like I'm I love my life and I have a really amazing business that I love with really amazing clients. So I believe we can have it all. And the key is to simplify, is to really create this lean business in a way that feels so good to you. There is nothing you have to do. There's only what you want to do. How do you want this to look like? And then we just created. That's the beauty of the times we live in right now. We have the potential to create whatever we want, reach the people wherever they are. Like our ideal clients, the ones that want to pay high ticket, the ones that want to work with us, they're already there. Everything is already there. We just have to have the courage to show up and to ask for what we want. Wow. So to the woman who has not even started her business or brand yet, because she's trying to get to a point where in her mind, it's perfect. She has the perfect name for her offering or business. She has a perfect logo, the brand colors, the website, all of the things she's trying to perfect it and she's not getting started. Right. And she mm-hmm. maybe she's been talking about starting for the last two years. What would you say to her, to the person who's really just wanting everything to be perfect before she starts? I understand that this is what you'd like and it will never be perfect. Like we're moving no. in a time where things are moving so <laughs> fast and you are right now, unfortunately, wasting so much time where you could just get started and learn along the way. I just had a conversation with one of my private clients who is a high level executive, 
doing extremely well in her corporate career, but now wants to start her own business. And it's really difficult for her to be a beginner again and to not have things mm. perfect. She's really struggling with that. And I actually just told her this morning, I want you to go back to when we were little kids and we started to walk, right? When we started walking and we fall so many times, our parents would cheer us on. Every time we would take a step and then fall, we would hear like, that's amazing. Like you just took a step and we got celebrated. However, right. when we grow up, and we are starting our own business. We are so hard on ourselves. We do one thing and then we beat ourselves up because it's not perfect yet. We really have to change our own perspective, our own self-talk, celebrate ourselves for every single move and know that we need to get things not perfect in order to learn how to be perfect in our business. We need to mess things up in order to learn how to get it right the next time. There is no such things as failures. There's only opportunities to learn and grow and be better. So when we're sitting and are all in our head trying to get things perfect, it never be. There's always things we can improve and change, but we never know if we're moving in the right direction unless we're moving. So every day, I encourage people to take action. Every single day, show up on social media. Every single day, make a move. Every day, post content. Every day, talk about your offers. Those are the two most important things. Create content and have conversations. Those are the two things. If you do those two things every single day, not only will you start making money really, really quickly, you also get the confidence and the certainty that it takes to build the big, perfect business that you want. A website, a sales page, all of these outside factors, we're never going to get you there. No one is going to just find you on the internet. It's very, very unlikely. But when you take action and you are in charge of your own destiny, you take control and you make a move every single day, you get better and you build confidence and you build certainty. And that's what it takes to build the business that you desire. Now, did you start out high ticket or did you start out low ticket? How did you start your business? So when I started off in social selling, I had different packages, like different wellness products of all different prices that I would offer. So I did, however, always, I always led with more of a higher ticket package because it just felt better because my income was better that way and I just loved the, the clients I would attract more mm -hmm. so I kind of was always leading more with high ticket but I always had other options too and I think as entrepreneurs we do want to be flexible if there's people we really want to work with especially in the beginning stages maybe we make some exceptions we, we can't have these super super strong boundaries and charge these ridiculous high prices as we're just getting started and not making exceptions i think that's not the right thing to do i feel like you can have higher ticket offers but be a little bit flexible especially when you are getting started but then definitely move towards more high tickets so when i really started just coaching like my masterminds my programs um and my my high level one-on-one -on -one was more high ticket, but I do also have 
lower ticket options always available as well. So I kind of believe it's really good if you are a coach to have two main offers as you get started. So one high ticket, one-on-one, like high proximity, high touch, close to you, still with boundaries. So you're not available 24 seven. And then having a scalable offer, like a group program, you know, and you that can be a little bit lower ticket or an evergreen program, something that can bring you in consistent income for all kinds of people. But these people have less access to you. So it's less proximity. And it's something that you can sell over and over in a way with ease. I love that. Okay. So before we wrap it up, I like to ask my guests the same questions, right? Mm -hmm. And the first question is with 2023 in our faces, what is one thing in your business that you are wanting to accomplish? Mm. I want to focus on more like personally one too many offers what do I mean by that I want to see how I can scale more my business so really focusing on more high ticket offers by getting more people into those so making my high ticket offers more scalable to where I'm at Mm -hmm. in my business right now so more one too many offers that are high ticket Okay. And are there any book recommendations that you can share? Oh, I'm I'm a book nerd. There's so many books. I'm obsessed I know, right? with. Me too. <laughs> so a couple of books that have changed my life. I would say uh, one is A Secret of a Millionaire Mind from Harv. Yes, Harv mm-hmm. I yeah. love that book. Yeah. That book definitely changed my life. That's a really good one. I love everything from John Maxwell. He talks a lot about leadership. Leadership, yep. Personal growth. I think it's so important in business, in life, really. And what else? Another book that, that really changed my life more on a personal level is conversations with god i really like that Mm. it's not necessarily you know for believers it doesn't matter if you associate with any religion it's really about understanding life and ourselves on a much bigger way so i think it's a really really good book conversations with god okay i love that so i study highly successful people It's one of my things. It's something that I started doing years ago when I was too too broke to hire a coach. So I would would go on YouTube and just watch really successful people be interviewed. And one thing that I really noticed is they all had some type of morning ritual or routine. Do you have a routine that you you, um, stick to every single day? What are the yes. non-negotiables in your routine? I love that question. I'm just like you, Tedra. That's so funny. I get up <laughs> in the morning. I get up before my kids get up. I'm an early riser. I get up at like 5.30, 5 o'clock sometimes. And I start off with a big, big glass of lemon water. And I put some minerals in there as well. So I drink water, important. And then I go outside and move my body. And that looks different. Mm. I'm really 
working out along with my cycle. So some days that looks like just going for a big walk in nature. And sometimes that looks like a high intensity workout. Sometimes that looks like yoga. So there's a couple of things that I really, really enjoy. And I work out for 30 to 45 minutes, not too much. And then depending on if my kids get up or not. <laughs> so sometimes that's all the time I get. Sometimes I have a little bit more time and then I love to do a meditation just to really connect to myself. If I don't have that time, I usually do it during nap time, like in the middle of the day. I love to ground myself and come back to me. And sometimes that looks like doing a meditation or sometimes that looks like breath work that I'm also really in love with. I love doing those two practices that kind of reset my day and re-energize me for the afternoon and also disconnect me from my business and then connect me to my family. It's like this little pause, conscious pause that then yeah, re-centers re re me for what's to come in the afternoon. So those are the kind of things that I do every single day. I love that. And lastly, what <clears throat> message or what do you want to leave the listeners with as far as getting started, staying consistent, not giving up, whatever? What would you say to our listeners? I would say that you, beautiful listener, are such a powerful being that you can decide every single day anew to go for what you want, that the stories of your past don't have to define you, that the things that show up in your life right now don't mean anything about you or what is possible for you, and that you can decide today that everything is happening for you, not to you. Everything is happening for you. Every obstacle is just training you to be stronger, to become the person that is capable to do what you are meant to do in this lifetime. So every single day, decide life is happening for you and go for what you want. I love that. Thank you so much for join, joining us today on the podcast, Charlotte. We'll definitely have to have you back. I don't know where the time goes when the conversation is amazing. <laughs> awesome. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. All of Charlotte's information will be down in the show notes per usual. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.